0: Hi there, and thanks for joining us. This week, we're talking about the business of PR, the art of telling a story, but also managing one. And we get to hear from two of Cork's finest. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. The Red Business Podcast with Compube, Building your business with premium Apple solutions. CompuB.com. And with me are two of the finest PR professionals that I have ever encountered in all of my career. And I'd say that not in jest, but in seriousness. I am very happy to welcome Anne O'Sullivan and Robin O'Sullivan of AM O'Sullivan PR. You are both very welcome to Red
1: Business. Thank you very much, Jonathan.
2: Great to be here, Jonathan.
0: It Thank is, you. It, genuinely, it's great to have you both here because we, we go through a lot of husband and wives, um, father and son combos, but like, it's sitting in front of me. I, I know you both so well, so it's a little bit weird. So we're going to work through that, OK? That, that's how we're going to go with uh, But to explain, Rob, the background to all of this, you started out, was it straight into journalism?
2: It was. I was, uh, as, a, as a raw 17-year-old, I went into the then Cork Examiner and Evening Echo. And uh, following my father's footsteps and my uncle's footsteps, and uh, I had a great time there. And, and from there, lear- learn my trade.
0: Yes, well, and back in the day when the trade was to be learned. Um, when did you move to RTE Then
2: I moved to RT in 1965. I was their first reporter in Cork uh, 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 on the staff at that stage, working over in Union Key, where the School of Music is now.
0: And people forget that that's where RTE used to be before they moved over next to the Holy Trinity Church. And you were the voice of Cork for RTE for how many years? Four years. And
2: uh, not just the voice, but the hand. Because mostly on television, what you saw was the back of my hand holding a microphone.
0: <laughs> With great skill and applause. Very, very important. When did you make the big switch then to public relations?
2: I was under pressure with RTE, as I have been on other occasions, to move to Dublin. I was told that I could spend all the time I wanted and permanently and pensionably employed in my fur-lined rut. I didn't see it that way, but at the same time, I did not want to go to Dublin. Even more so, my wife didn't want to go to Dublin. Yes. So I had two job offers, and one of them was with uh, Coca-Cola bottlers on the straight road now now also gone and uh, are you, was, are you going to a lot of businesses you close
0: down here but go on I went, <laughs> I
2: went, I went in there, as, experience there John. As, as personnel and PR manager so the, the the MD at the time John O'Connell saw a combination between those two
0: it was a very early era for somebody to have a PR head in Cork uh, I would imagine probably one of the first jobs going
2: it was um uh, there was a sort of an between RT and, and Coke and that I was working with O'Kennedy Brindley. Manus O'Callaghan was there at the time. And um, I had a number of clients in that place, including Beamish and Crawford and Coke, and Coke offered the job.
0: Now, during this period, um, uh, well, indeed, after I would say, uh, someone came along that was becoming to become a protege of yours in the form of the lady sitting next to you.
2: Well, it was a little later than that. I, but that's not, what I said. I am conscious not, of the fact she's sitting it. there, but <laughs> not much, not much. Um, well, there's a story there too, Jonathan. If I'm not romation too much, you know, she went off to college very, very young. Uh, graduated at the age of twenty-one with her BCom degree after four years, at 20, and then. Actually and then her mother told me she wanted to work with me first i heard of it <laughs> and we will get to you in a minute right he's still on a roll okay i know i know you're I pa- you. patiently you're like a caller on Liveline. you're going
0: to get called in in a minute but uh, you know then you 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 dipped your toe back into broadcasting with what is euphemistically known in cork as the multi and you were the face of the multi the for a long
2: time yeah he was
1: Demand from the multi.
2: Demand, Demand from the multi. funny, I had an experience being, being asked about it the other day. Uh, and I walked down Kensington High Street on one occasion and there was a chauffeur busily polishing a large Bentley. And next day I hear, what about the multi? <laughs> 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 so, I mean, it became, it became huge. And we decided after four years that really we, we had to decide whether we were broadcast people or PR people. We were PR people and Marie was in at that stage and uh, we were starting to to develop our our strategic PR business and um, so we, 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 we abandoned the multi-channel, I suppose, before anybody else. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: this. still remember the days it when was, you well, were there. They were, it I, were great days. I think they brought you back for the old election every now and then, We didn't did a they? couple yeah.
2: of elections. Yeah. I remember it Kim call McCormick calling Anne Henry out from under the desk at about four in the morning to, say, to give give her a proper acknowledgement of the work she'd been doing during
0: the day. See, this is the thing about bringing parents. There, they'll always let you down they with will. things <laughs> like that, <laughs> won't they? So you you came out of college with you to and mm-hmm. you wanted to work with Robin. Why?
1: So I, I don't came, mean that in a bad way, I, but you know, and I think I would have a slightly different version of that story. So I came out of college with my BCom um, and thought I wanted to work in PR, but I definitely did not want to work with Robin. Uh, so Robin, very healthy... He's me, horrified, by the way. I can set, set up a friend. number of interviews for me in Dublin with a variety of people um, that he knew. Um But he is right to give my mother credit for this because... She began to ask me questions like, are you sure you want to go to Dublin? You know, your father probably needs you here. And then I think in the same breath, she was saying to him, you know, she really would prefer to stay in Cork. Maybe you should just suggest <laughs> I, it to I'm her. Ge-
0: I'm getting a theme here from <laughs> Mrs O'Sullivan that she didn't want anyone to go to Dublin, clearly. Well, and she's she not didn't. Here to defend no, her oh, and, no, that will be fair. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, but, but I like to think that I learned my negotiating skills from her. <laughs> um, you know, she is... <laughs> she So, uh, literally... Uh, July thirty years ago. So just next month, uh, thirty years ago I joined Robin in the business. Yeah.
0: So. And have you enjoyed that? I mean, you you were under the tutelage of your father. Mm. Um, and that that can sometimes be tricky when you're working with someone who you know that well. Yeah. And the fights that inevitably happen. I mean, I'm sure you were a terror as a teenager. But did that translate into the business as well?
1: I, I suppose. Uh, The dynamic of a family business is is a really unusual one. And I think a lot of people struggle to understand it if they've never worked in a family business. Um, And you're right. It's 24-7. It's, you know, I grew up when remembering when Robin started the business first and he worked out of our, what was our garage, then converted into a home office for a while. So we all understood how it worked, we had to be quiet when he was on the phone with, you know, there was a whole dynamic. Trying to be important. All, all of that kind of stuff. And then moving and into scra- the business. scrabbling for business. <laughs> yes, in the early days. And then I suppose when I moved into the office, I was very conscious that I was coming in as his daughter. So therefore, you know, there's there's a, I suppose, a, the other members of the team were conscious of that as well. That there was a family member coming in and what was my role going to be and how did I fit into things. So um, I, I think that that was that was good for me to understand how the business worked through their eyes and, and getting a proper understanding. Look, the bottom line is, and and um, I presume, Jonathan, this is part of, of um, the brief that you have in front of you there. Robin is doing this a very, very long time. There are very, very few people in the country who have the level of experience and skills that he has in this business. So for me, it was, even though it didn't feel like it at the time, but it was learning at the feet of the master. You know, it was... Um, it was the best form of teaching experience that I could have gotten. Um, may not have experienced, or I appreciated that at the time. And, you know, but you can say it we'd now. go home in the evening, or you'd be sitting around the dinner table on a Sunday, you know, and it was the same person that I was going to see at work in the, on the Monday morning. And, you know, so it, it was all-encompassing. But I suppose, again, the nature of what we do, It's about communications, but it is a 24-7 business. Robin,
0: how have you seen that business change over the years? It it used to be much more cut and dried. Your deadlines were further away than they are now. And you had the benefit of something called time, which in 2018 is somewhat limited.
2: It's not just limited. uh, Jonathan, it's gone, you know, because of social media, because of all the other elements that have come to the fore. Um, in the last few years particularly but throughout that whole period you've had a huge change really in in, in, in how media in how communications in how uh, interpersonal relations have worked it was interesting in those days that we had a number of clients. Who did not want to be in the media? So people sometimes tended to overlook the fact that being a PR consultant actually was was not about getting press releases out and getting things in the paper. Was almost discouraging the people from the, the papers from taking interest. And of course, I mean there was a balance. And then we we, we developed into the strategic area, which was advice. And, and uh, we would we would always have said to people, uh, to our clients, you must remember communications, you must remember that whether you like it or not, or whether you want it or not, Mm -hmm. people are interested in you. Now we would much rather that you told people about yourself if you don't want to do that at least let us talk to you and bring you along.
0: And have the basics changed of of that (laughs) communications message from when you would have been back in Coca-Cola bottlers or indeed when you set up O'Sullivan PR to where we are now. The methods have changed and the speed has changed but have the basics changed?
2: No, the basics have not changed. The basics are relate to developing a good relationship with your clients and that doesn't mean just one person that means a whole management team which is perhaps where it is a bit different in the old days it might have been just the MD or or, or, or the personnel manager but you you actually have to do that you have to become uh, insofar as it's possible without uh, sinking in you have to become part of the management team of the organization and that's where you can make a contribution.
0: Anne-Marie obviously you haven't been involved in the industry as long as your father has but you've been involved at a time when it, it has gone a bit mad mm. and where you might have had the grace of 24 hours before a story hit the headlines now you have to tell your clients well we need to respond to this in the next 20 minutes or else your reputation could be damaged. Right. It puts a lot more pressure on it does. Your uh, people, never mind the companies.
1: There's no doubt that it, it, we used to, to talk about it being a 24-7 business before because you might get a call from a client if something happened, whereas now you are constantly looking at stuff. You're, you're looking at Twitter, you're dipping in and out of the social media channels, you're watching online news channels and feeds and what's happening, just more to kind of stay in touch a lot of the time as well. Um, but well, that's not good for us. I
0: mean, there's lots of different correct. surveys out there at the moment that say that our passion for going through our timelines is actually damaging our heads never mind PR people such as yourselves, just everybody mm. I mean Robin, presumably at some stage in the past you would have turned off and it would have been harder to get you unless you were at your landline
2: Yes, uh, that's certainly true and uh, <laughs> the, the advent of the mobile phone was at the end of that day. that was the start of the change in some ways. I remember I was up at a meeting in Cork, and I got a phone call from my client who said, I need you he said, they're closing this place down can you get down here as quickly as you can? I had no mobile phone that day. The next day I did. Mm. Because this was part of, Anne-Marie says, the 24-7 continuity. And you you had very little time even in that context. But by and large, there were times when you could switch off, um, particularly if you had somebody so able uh, as your as your your right hand
0: I'm loving the way that you, you're getting on so well I mean it, it wouldn't have worked if you didn't like each other so thankfully that you've gotten over <laughs> that and you do like each other And um, mm-hmm. It's only it? been 30 years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30 long years <laughs> says anne but when you
1: look back on it Anne-Marie uh, did you ever say God I wish I did something else No I Hand on heart I can say um, I love what I do I've always loved what I do um, And I, I think sometimes would it, I mean, would it have been better to be an in-house person rather than a consultancy person? But actually, part of what I enjoy about the consultancy life is that every client is different. Um, every client has different needs. They have different personalities on their teams. You engage with different people. So there are different challenges coming along all of the time. Um, and it's funny um, talking about, I suppose, what, what we do. And I suppose the areas that we would be known for in terms of expertise and, and Robin has mentioned the strategic communications piece. And we have relationships with some clients that go back over 30 years. Um, she, and she, did, she
0: didn't get rid of them, by the way. That's a good sign. <laughs> she held on to them. You know,
1: um, I, and and, and I, I take that as a huge compliment. I don't ever underestimate the strength of the relationships that we have with clients and we work at that. And in fact, I was only saying to somebody the other day, there's a, a multinational client of ours that we've worked with for a very long time. And um, they have recently had their sixth CEO appointed to their site in Cork. And I actually think I'm the only person still connected to the organization that has worked with every one of the <laughs> six site leads because people have just moved on over the years. Um, and, and that's a very privileged position to be in because, you know, you get to understand what makes the company tick you understand their brand you understand what's important to them about their reputation and they trust you to keep managing that for them
0: I mean you have to deal with the necessary evil of the media um, uh, of which I was the many people annoying you over the last couple of years is that tricky I mean Robin you understood the the journalism side having been on it but Anne-Marie as being purely on the PR side of the house do journalists ever frustration annoy you by their persistence in trying to find out what's going on?
1: Uh, yes, but uh, but uh, but the flip side of that is that's their job. So I understand completely where they're coming from. You know, in times of positive news stories, we're working together, or I'm trying to engage with them to highlight a client. When it's a and and we do cover a lot of of issue management um, projects with clients, so that might be a downsizing or a closure oh, or some kind of. I met you at manage The factory yes, closure an over incident. the years. I know. I was affectionately known. By one of the examiner journalists at one point, as the angel of death. So, if he saw me outside a facility, he knew it was not going to be a good story. I, so, I,
2: I was merely a bird of ill omen. <laughs>
1: yes. So, yeah. So, we, we're in that space. Um, but to be fair, uh, you know, it, it, it works both ways. It's it, it, the, the, the way I view it is that, look, the, the media are really important to us and, and important mm. to our clients. And, and you develop relationships relationships with
0: people. As an aside, uh, when you were there in your uh, Angel of Death capacity, one of the things that's always worth pointing out that people never hear about is the efforts that you go to to protect the staff on the site from the media who are there asking the silly questions. And that was one of the things you always did well to our frustration. I'll give you that. Thank you. Um when you look at it now, I mean, Robin, you Are you officially retired at this point? Are you still? I'm officially retired,
2: but I'm 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 listed as a consultant, and it, I'm very uh, pleased to be consulted from time to time and make a contribution to some of the the, the papers that have been being, pre- being prepared and so on like that.
0: But when you have gone from that level of activity, and I know you, it, it, you've been easing yourself out of it over the last couple of years, but going from that frenetic pace, that constantly being on, to someone who's enjoying life and and you know having. A good time. Has that been difficult?
2: No. I'm naturally lazy. I'm naturally But it's lazy. taken you a long time to work it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's taken me a long time to take full advantage of it. One quick point, if I may, Jonathan, the other thing to, to remember about Anne Marie's contribution Anne Marie has brought a business discipline. Remember, we are talking about running a business, and that is very important, and whether that's uh, Preparing the documents for the revenue commissioners, or or doing the legal bits and pieces and so on like that, and she has a great strength in that area as well, much more than I had.
0: Yes, journalists don't have that at all. I mean, that's that's not one of our strengths. Um, Anne Marie, you've recently moved to new offices. Yes, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. So things are going well.
1: Yes, very busy at the moment. Uh, thankfully, there's a team of eight of us um in the business now, a real mixture of we have some in-house people some agency people a few ex-journalists always happy to have um have the connection there <laughs> Sorry,
0: are they gritted no they're not gritted no, to not in just check just check
1: no, no, the, the bottom line the is token <laughs> we need people who could write we need people who could communicate that isn't necessarily a skill that's in plentiful supply out there anymore so so yes to to answer your question um it's an exciting time for us we are growing um we've just recently moved to new, bigger offices um and um yeah, it, it's kind of, you know, where to next, I suppose. Um,
0: and having your dad still around. Absolutely. For that little bit of advice.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, still handy. Very handled? important. Yeah. I mean, literally, as he said, we were preparing a position paper for, for a very significant uh, client recently on, on quite a significant topic. And that, you know, once we had it prepared in house, um, before we sent it to the client, the last thing I would do is, and and did last week, was send it to Rob and ask him to cast his eye over it. So, you know, that's invaluable. In and he said it was terrible, it. I'd say. You? Did you just I'm, read I'm Red I'm, marks much, through I'm it all? much more diplomatic than that. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect nothing more than a PR veteran
0: <laughs> to be more diplomatic than that. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we wish you continued success. Anne Marie O'Sullivan and Robin O'Sullivan, thank you so much for joining us on Red Business. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. The Red Business Podcast with CompUBee Business, improving productivity with the latest Apple. Now, while I have you here, the Cork Digital Marketing Awards are organised by Cork Chamber Skillnet to recognise the remarkable achievements of companies using digital to enhance customer experience in Cork. Entries are now being accepted and the deadline date is Friday the 3rd of August. Cork's Red FM is the proud media partner of the event which takes place at the Rochestown Park Hotel on Friday 28th of September where the 2018 winners will be announced. All of the details are on cork.digitalmarketingawards.ie My thanks to Anne-Marie and to Robin and don't forget if you want to take part in this podcast the email address is redbusiness at redfm.ie Neave Hennessy produced, and we'll catch you on the next one. The Red Business Podcast with CompUB Apple technology and solutions for your business. CompUB.com.